The Minnesota Wild begin the second half of the season tonight against the Winnipeg Jets. But what are three huge keys for the Wild in the second half to maintain the success they had in the first half? We discuss today on Locked on Wilds. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we look at why Cam Talbot, Capo Kakinen, Freddie Goudreau, and Bill Guerin could be the biggest keys to the Wild continuing their success in the second half that they had in the first half. So we'll discuss each area and why they are critical for the Wild to maintain their positioning in the playoff race as well. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering all of your favorite Minnesota sports teams and now focused exclusively on the Minnesota Wild. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Lockdown Wild. And as we mentioned, we've got a few big areas for the Wild as they begin the second half of the season against the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Uh, some key areas that will help the Wild maintain and um, hopefully enforce the uh, success that they had in the first half of the season. Uh, so we're going to start with the guy who has uh, helped create the uh, second scoring line Uh, second dynamic scoring line for the Minnesota Wild. That, of course, being Mr. Freddie Goudreau. So coming into the season, didn't really know a whole lot of what to expect from Goudreau, more of a defense-oriented guy. And um, it it seemed like, at the time, a uh, a depth signing uh, for the Wild. Who knew that uh, Freddie Goudreau would help unlock uh, the resurgence of Kevin Fiala and the emergence of of one Matt Boldy. Uh, as this season progresses, as we get closer to the NHL trade deadline, uh, one of the areas that this team obviously is keeping an eye on as a potential uh, spot to upgrade, and as we as members uh, of the uh, the media that cover this team and fans as well, that center spot on the Fiala-Boldy line is going to be one that gets a lot of attention, and rightfully so, because if this team can continue to get what we've seen from uh, both Fiala and Boldy over the uh, the last 10 games. Uh, Kevin, for example, 12 points in the month of January in uh, 10 games, had six goals, six assists, and he started right off um, to, uh, to finish the first half with a goal and an assist against the Blackhawks. So uh, Fiala has 14 points in his last 11 games. No coincidence that that took place once uh, Matt Boldy came into the uh, into the fray. And uh, Boldy now has uh, 11 points in uh, his young wild career. 
So one of the big talking points before the season started was got to get some help for Fiala as the early part of the season played out. Got to get some help for Fiala. Got to get him some good offensive players on that line. And now that we've done that, you've got two parts of that line that uh, that are firing on all cylinders. And if Freddie Goudreau can be the third piece to that wheel and can keep that line rolling along, that's going to give uh, Bill Guerin less of a need to uh, go out and get the Locked on Wild favorite, uh, Claude Giroux, who has been kind of my uh, my top trade target. Not going to have to to worry about trying to acquire a guy like JT Miller, Claude Giroux, any of the other names that have been linked to the Wild uh, in terms of uh, potential centers to trade for. If Freddie Goudreau can add a little bit of offense to his his arsenal, as he has done over the uh, the last couple of games, um, he's going to he's going to be viewed as a valuable part of this line to where. Bill Guerin's probably not going to try to uh, to take him out because his defense already is uh, is something that is an asset of his. And uh, as we've seen over the last couple of games, uh, has uh, has started to chip in um, with a couple of goals uh, in the last week and uh, had a goal and an assist against Chicago once again. So if Goudreau adds uh, offense to uh, to what he brings to the table, uh, the Wild are probably going to be pretty set. With, uh, with what that line brings them. And uh, then you look at them going up against any of the other teams they would compete against in the playoffs, whether it be St. Louis or Chicago. You've got the Capri's offline doing its thing and continuing to just terrorize anybody that, uh, that they go up against. You now have the Boldy-Fiala-Goudreau line, which can provide just as much of a scoring spark as the Capri's offline can. Then you've got the Erickson Eck line that can roll out and do their thing, and you've got the fourth line capable of doing their thing. If Freddie Goudreau continues to play at the level that he is, Bill Guerin is going to be mighty tempted to uh, just keep that line uh, at the, uh, the, the level that it's currently at. It's not, it's not offensively like he really has to do all that much because, again, Exhibit A... You have Kevin Fiala on one side. You have Matt Boldy on the other. Those guys are more than capable of pushing the offense and creating their own offense and uh, creating chances for uh, for themselves. And Goudreau is just able to kind of be a part of that. He's able to kind of Victor Rask it, if you will. Um, obviously, Goudreau doing a little more than Victor did. But uh, at the same time, you're just kind of along for the ride as the, uh, the center on that line. However, this conversation completely flips if Goudreau kind of starts to go quiet and that line starts to also go quiet. Then Garen is going to kind of feel the need to, uh, to upgrade that spot as well. And uh, let's keep in mind, an upgrade may not necessarily be a trade. Marco Rossi is just chilling down in Iowa continuing to be a point-per-game player down there. So Rossi is Rossi is there if needed for this uh, this wild team. It all rests, though, on Freddie Goudreau, and if he is able to continue to add offense to his arsenal, then uh, that could truly be the missing piece or one of the missing pieces 
for this wild team to make them super dangerous. So critical portion of the schedule. Let's keep an eye on what Freddie Goudreau does to, uh, to supplement Kevin Fiala and Matt Boldy. And uh, don't be surprised if his numbers start to go cold, if Bill Guerin starts to make some phone calls um, to try to help out Fiala and Boldy. So that is the first key area that we're going to, uh, to take a look at here uh, as the second half unfolds. We, of course, are going to talk goaltending today. We'll also talk some Bill Guerin and to the moves that he will make to, uh, to help the team both trade-wise and roster juggling as well. All of that is coming up next here on Locked on Wild. Got beard? Get primal. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're the guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on the planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States. We know that every company claims to have their best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to the other products you've used. They promise you will see and feel the difference. So you can use the promo code Locked On, and that'll get you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Again, use the promo code Locked On to get 20% off at checkout at PrimalOriginOils.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked On Wilds, and again, thank you for making Locked On Wilds your first listen each and every day. With the Olympics underway, make sure to check out Olympic Hockey Daily. Presented by the Lockdown NHL Podcast, a bonus podcast covering all the action in Beijing. You can find it on the Lockdown NHL Podcast feed. Lockdown NHL is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Continuing to look at the three biggest areas for the Wild to continue their success and sustain their success into the second half. So we talked about Freddie Goudreau and anchoring that, uh, that Boldy Fiala line to try to give that uh, team, the Wild, some uh, major impact scoring. Let's also go now to the goaltending position. There's been a lot of discussion about the, uh, the goalie spot for the Wild here over the, uh, the last couple of days and weeks. How should the Wild handle the starts in the, uh, the second half of the season? Do they go with the true number one goalie? And a backup, do they go with a 1A, 1B? What do the Wild need to do in order to make this whole thing work? Well, let's uh, let's start by just uh, acknowledging the fact that this is not... This isn't like the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have Andre Vasilevsky, or any of those other teams that have that legit, true ace goalie that's your starter. And in the event that they need a night off... You have a guy who starts maybe 10 games. This is a wild team that has uh, two goalies that are capable of getting it done. And so, down the stretch, the Wild need to treat it as such. We can't go into the second half of this season, especially with what's coming in February and what's coming in March and what's coming in April. You can't treat it like Devin Dubnik 
the uh, the Devin Dubnik of old, where he's going to get 75% of the starts and uh, you're just going to ride him to try to get into the playoffs and uh, go with whatever the backup situation may be in the odd chance that there's a back-to-back or that, uh, that Dubnik needs a night off. We need to make sure that both goalies are given the opportunities to uh, stay fresh, to stay sharp, and uh, in the event that there would be an injury, are ready to step in and, uh, and take on more of a load if one or the other ends up missing some time. If we just roll out here and give Cam Talbot, you know, eight out of every ten starts, that does not do any sort of a service to Capo Kakinen, who, if you check the numbers, has actually been pretty good over his uh, last handful of starts. Uh, 6-0-1 in January with a 2.33 goals against average and a 9.34 save percentage. Uh, and it's not like he was just... And yes, two of the starts did come against Chicago. One was against Montreal. But let's look at the others. Started against the Boston Bruins on the road. Won that game. Won against the Washington Capitals at home. Uh, in a shootout. Won that game. Took Colorado to overtime on the road. And Colorado in the midst of their best stretch of hockey in franchise history. So the Wild are one of the few teams to even get them to overtime during that stretch. So played really well in that game. And you could argue that uh, that Capo would have won that game against the Avalanche if not for those two penalties that the Wild took back-to-back, which led to the Avalanche scoring their first two goals of the game. Uh, some of the other teams he um, started against the uh, the New York Islanders who are playing better despite their overall record but again started that on the road so it's not like Capo is just getting starts against like the bad teams in the uh, the NHL he is is starting against quality competition and is winning and is holding teams to you know two or three goals on any given night. So this is not a situation of a true starter and a backup. You've got two guys that are capable of, uh, of winning any given night of the week. And so the Wild need to make sure that both are given opportunities for starts down the stretch uh, so that uh, neither gets rusty. So we don't have a situation like we had um, last year where Talbot gets just a ton of starts and you don't really see Capo until Talbot got injured. And uh, and then we saw what Capo was able to do during that stretch. Got to see both guys get an adequate number of starts uh, to, uh, to keep them both fresh, keep them both ready to go so that, uh, God forbid, if, let's say, Talbot gets hurt again, that, uh, that Capo is ready to step in and to uh, take the lion's share of the starts because beyond that, Beyond those two guys, not a lot that can really help you uh, here uh, this season or until Jesper Wallstead is ready to uh, to step up onto the Wild roster. So the schedule is, um, I guess, kind of forgiving in that the uh, the Wild really don't have any true back to backs during this uh, this February stretch. I mean, they uh, they play tonight, then they don't play again until Saturday. 
Then they go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So your back-to-backs are not until March 10th or 11th uh, during this stretch. And so at that point, yes, make sure both goalies get in there. But, you know, you got to make sure that if, if Talbot gets two or three starts in a row, get Capo in there. Get him an opportunity to, uh, to get loose and, and get a game under his belt. Because, again, it's not like you're just throwing the game away to, uh, to a backup that really has no chance to win a game. Capo's done that this year. He's done that over the last couple of years. I mean, he's got 10 wins on the season right now. So, critical factor to how the Wilds do down the stretch this season to try to make that legitimate run that they're capable of is how the goalie situation shakes out. And both guys have, have played better over the uh, the last couple of weeks after um, a rocky start to the season, at least in terms of goals allowed. There's still plenty of great saves made uh, by both guys, but let's make sure that the starts are spread evenly and we don't get like a 70-30 split because then, let's say Talbot gets injured before the playoffs start, and you're throwing Capo in, he's going to be, he's going to be rusty. So that's the uh, that's the other big area, or one of the other big factors to this team's sustained run here to start the second half. Make sure that the goalie situation is allowed to play itself out with not a true starter and backup situation with a one A and a one B. Uh, we'll finish today's episode of Lockdown Wild by talking about what manager, uh, general manager Bill Guerin needs to do to uh, help this team continue to succeed. That is next here on Lockdown Wild. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game this weekend, BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, the NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season, such as this one. Who do you think comes away with more? Will it be total goals in the NHL for Sunday of the Super Bowl? Uh, That is the current favorite at minus 140. Or is it first half total points in this year's Super Bowl, which is currently running at plus 110 at BetOnline? You can check out that and more offers at BetOnline, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Keep those comments coming on YouTube. Keep the interaction going Absolutely love to chat with uh, everybody. That makes this show so much fun to do every single day. Final look at uh, one of the big factors for the Minnesota Wild down the stretch to continue their first half success into the second half of the season. We're looking at general manager Bill Guerin. Now, a couple of different factors to this. First off, obviously, is what are the Wild going to do, if anything, at the trade deadline? But before we talk about that, there's going to be, hopefully not too much, but there still will be some roster juggling uh, for the Wild this season with injuries, 
and uh, and otherwise. We did see that uh, Matt Dumbo was put on injured reserve, so it looks like he will be out for uh, a few games at least. And uh, this is a situation where the depth of this team is uh, is going to be tested once again. Now, I don't think, at least it doesn't seem like, it's going to be too long of a uh, injury situation for Dumba due to the fact that uh, Kalen Addison was not one of the call-ups uh, for the team. Uh, they uh, They brought up defenseman Kevin Churchman. Uh, so that's uh, that's leaning towards Jordy Ben being able to uh, to slot in for a couple of games uh, to fill that spot. But Bill Guerin has single-handedly helped reshape the depth of this team to where they're able to overcome the injuries. I mean, just look at the injury list this year. The Wild have been without Jared Spurgeon, Jonas Brodeen, now Matt Dumba. They were without Kirill Kaprizov for a game. Marcus Foligno's been out. Jewel Erickson Eck has been out. Cam Talbot has been out. And the, uh, the team continues to just chug along because turns out the depth is pretty good for this team. And so one of the big things that Bill Guerin is going to need to keep an eye on is how to kind of plug in guys that need to fill in for a game or two here and there. Um, if if the team sustains in injuries or if a guy just needs a breather uh, again, it's it's not going to be too daunting due to the fact that there really aren't any true back to backs. There will be off days and uh, opportunities for guys to you know get a day of rest in between games. But in the event that somebody does need a little bit of a break or is out for a game or two, Garen's going to need to have his hands all over the roster to make sure that the right moves are made to uh, to keep the success humming along. Um, obviously, the big one is going to be the, uh, the trade deadline. Will this team try to do something to, uh, to help um, with the success that they've had so far this year? Or are they going to... Are they going to kind of just let it ride with the uh, the mix that has worked so well and has has gotten this team uh, to this point in the year? That's that's the billion dollar question for this wild team, and you know we've we've made plenty of arguments uh, on both sides of the coin as to if the wild should make a move to signify that they're going all in, or if they should trust that things like what happened with bringing Matt Boldy up. Are, uh, are going to happen with this team and uh, continue to make them a legit contender in the uh, the Western Conference. And I, I don't think there's a right answer either on both sides of the coin because a trade, you know, you're giving up assets. You are uh, maybe throwing a, a little bit of a wrench into some of the salary cap plans for uh, for next year and beyond, depending on what the move is. So... Would that, you know, would that signify to the team that uh, ownership believes in them and give them a boost to the playoff run with the guy who can uh, can help fill a spot that maybe isn't as strong as the rest of the roster? Certainly. But if the chemistry with this group is as good as I believe it is, maybe just let it ride and just let uh, let the team be the ones that uh, that dictate their own success. I really 
there really is, like I said, there's no right or wrong answer to either approach. And so um, Bill Guerin's just going to have to keep a close eye on this team, and I know he will, uh, keep a close eye on this team over the uh, the next month before the trade deadline, see what the asking prices are for particular players, try to make sure that Colorado doesn't scoop everybody up um, and just just go go with your first instinct. If your first instinct is that the team needs a little help but has a legitimate chance to win, do it. If your first instinct is to just let this group of guys continue to be successful and to uh, just push on through the rest of the season into the playoffs with this group, then do that. But either way, Freddie Goudreau, Talbot, and Kakinen, and Bill Guerin, maybe not the only questions that this team has going into the second half of the season, but uh, those are definitely some of the bigger ones uh, that this team will have to figure out an answer to. So second half of the season starts this evening against the Winnipeg Jets. Let's hope that the second half starts the way the first half finished with a flurry from this Minnesota Wild team. That is going to wrap it up for today's episode of Lockdown Wild. And uh, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure to head over to the Locked On NHL podcast where you can hear from Locked On experts about all things surrounding their teams and the entire NHL, as well as great Olympic coverage all throughout the week in under 30 minutes. Locked On NHL is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Just like Locked On Wild, we're available wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're available anytime you want to listen as well. Make sure to check us out on our social media channels as well. You can uh, just search Locked on Wild to find everything that you need to for uh, your favorite Minnesota hockey team. We are keeping you as up to date as possible on all things Minnesota Wild each and every day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.